the Vine Keeper Bible Podcast, Guyana, South America, the land of many waters. My name is Rick Walker. We have one story, only one story, from the life of Jesus as a young boy, 12 years old, And that story takes place during the most important time in Judaism, the Passover. And it takes place in the most important place, the temple. For the Jews, Jerusalem was the center of the world, and the temple was the crown. The only story we have from the youth of Jesus takes place in connection with the Passover and in the temple. Today we are taking a look at Luke chapter 2, verses 41 through 52. But first, let's talk about the Messiah and the temple in prophecy. In this chapter of Luke, chapter 2, we have Jesus appearing in the temple two times. First, as an infant, and then as a 12-year-old boy. Two temple stories, one after another, separated by 12 years. The Jews fully expected the Messiah to appear in the temple. It was a matter of prophecy, a prophecy of Malachi, the last prophet of the Old Testament. Malachi gives a lot of prophecies about the coming of the Messiah the coming of John the Baptist, and the Messiah coming to the temple. The Lord would send the messenger who would go before him, John the Baptist, and then the Lord would come suddenly to the temple. Malachi 3 and verse 1. Jesus appeared in the temple after his birth, and Simeon announced the arrival of the Messiah. My eyes have seen your salvation, the glory of Israel. It was the first fulfillment of the prophecy. And it was the custom for Jesus and his family to go to the Passover every year. And now, at the age of 12, Jesus is living in Nazareth. And he comes to the temple again. Well, he came every year. Luke says it was their custom. I want to share a couple of things that happened in 6 AD. That was when Jesus was 10. 
two years before the story in Luke. When Jesus was 10 years old, the Romans made Caponius the first procurator of Judea, and Annas became the high priest. A new form of government with a Roman procurator and a new high priest. Annas will be important in the life of Jesus, and I will tell you about that later. It was also the year that something very interesting happened during the Passover with the Samaritans. The Samaritans did not like the Jews, and the Jews did not like the Samaritans. The Samaritans would do things to frustrate the Jewish Passover. They would harass Jews passing through Samaria on their way to Jerusalem for the Passover and other things. On this year, they came up with a new strategy. The priest would open the temple gates at midnight in preparation for the Passover the next day. But in this year, some Samaritans were able to enter the temple during the night. They brought with them the bones of dead men. They took the bones and spread them around the temple. Why? Do you know why? Okay, I will tell you. It caused big problems when the priest found the bones the next morning. The bones of dead men defiled the temple, and it caused havoc as the Passover was getting underway. Jesus was there that year as a 10-year-old boy, and because of that, the Samaritans were banned from the temple. Annas would have had something to do with that. Now to Luke. Jesus went to the Passover every year. But this year will be different. This year he will stand out. This year, at the age of 12, he reveals himself as a most remarkable boy. You know the basic story. Every year, Joseph and Mary and Jesus went from Nazareth to Jerusalem for the Passover. They offered a Passover lamb, ate the Passover meal as a family, paid their temple tax, worshipped in the temple, and met Jews who had come from all over the world to celebrate. But when the Passover was over, Jesus stayed in Jerusalem. And Joseph and Mary didn't even know it. They were on their return trip to Nazareth, thinking Jesus was with them in the crowd of relatives and friends. 
Who knows how big this crowd was? They were going back with a lot of friends from Nazareth, walking along together. At the end of the day, Joseph and Mary are looking for Jesus, but they can't find him. You know how 12-year-old boys are. Well, finally they realize he is not with them, and they return to Jerusalem. And after three days, they found Jesus in the temple. They will tell Jesus that they have been very anxious about him. A very strong word. Same word used by the rich man tormented for how he treated Lazarus. Abraham, Father, send Lazarus to cool my tongue with water. For I am in agony in this fire. And used outside of the Bible for women giving birth. The message is clear. Joseph and Mary were in agony. Where is Jesus? In his father's house, doing his father's work. He is talking with the teachers of the law. In today's terms, these would be men with doctorates. Maybe some of these men were even on the Sanhedrin Council. Who really knows? Whoever these men were, they were extremely capable, well-versed teachers of the law. Jesus is asking them questions, and they are asking him questions, and they are answering each other. In today's terms, Jesus would be in middle school, first year of middle school. I taught middle school, and I know how middle school kids are. I know how anxious they are to answer questions when they know the answer. What are the first five books of the Bible? Oh, I know, I know. Call on me. (laughs) Call on me, Mr. Walker. Call on me. (laughs) And I know what kind of questions they can ask. A girl came to my desk and said, Uh, Mr. Walker, I can, can I ask a question? Okay, what is your question? Well, you know, you said we should turn our assignment in? Yes, I did say that. So what is your question? Should I turn in my assignment? (laughs) Yes, please. These are surely deep, probing questions. Difficult questions. Joseph and Mary were astonished at the discussion. And not just Joseph and Mary. 
Luke says, everyone was astonished, even the teachers of the law. Is it really possible that a 12-year-old boy was talking with the teachers of the law and everyone was impressed by his insights? Well, yes, it, it certainly is possible. There are children who are extremely gifted. Oxford University in Britain has a special program for gifted children, young children. There are now questions about whether they can continue it because of new child protection laws that went into effect in March of 2021. How do you have a program like that when a child cannot be in a room alone with a professor or a tutor? All adults will have to have background checks. And children can no longer live in dormitories with the older students. But there are extremely gifted children. I saw an interview between a professor of physics and a boy who was very, very young, maybe nine years old or something. The professor was very dignified, beard, sitting up straight in a chair, very serious man. And he was interviewing this boy about physics and a particular question. And the boy said that it was not possible because the theory would be inconsistent with Einstein's theory of relativity. Something like that. I didn't understand the question, and I didn't understand the answer. But the professor responded, Oh, yes, I see. And he was being serious. This was no joke. Kim Ung Young is a South Korean. By the age of three, he was reading English, German, Japanese, and Korean. At the age of three, he was a guest physics student at Hanyang University. Is it believable that Jesus was really sitting with the teachers of the law and talking the finer points of theology? Oh yes, it is believable. It is believable because there are some extremely gifted children. But it is also believable because Jesus is the Son of God. He was about His Father's business. Gifted children may understand mathematics. They may have deep insights into physics. But Jesus knew the mind of God. Everyone listening to Jesus was amazed. Amazed, astonished. From a word which literally means to stand out to stand out from yourself. 
for your mind to be forced to stand in a different place. You can't get your mind back to the place it was because it is so overwhelmed by what has happened. This is not the only time people were amazed by Jesus' words. Years later, as a man, Jesus went to the temple to teach during another Passover. All the Jews were amazed and asked how Jesus was able to get such learning without having been taught. And the temple guards were afraid to arrest him saying that no one ever spoke the way Jesus spoke. And now we come to the first recorded words of Jesus. The first recorded words of the Messiah. Why were you looking for me? Did you not know that it is necessary for me to be in my father's house. Jesus was not surprised that Joseph and Mary were concerned about him. Jesus was surprised that they did not know where to find him. Looking for me? Why were you looking for me? You should have known I would be in the temple. There is something in the background that is interesting. While Jesus is talking to the teachers, the high priest is none other than Annas. Annas, again, was appointed high priest when Jesus was about 10. The Romans deposed him in A.D. 15 and appointed a new high priest. But the Jews continued to recognize Annas as a high priest. You actually had two high priests. Caiaphas was the official high priest, and Annas was the popular high priest. Caiaphas was recognized by the Romans. Annas was recognized by the Jews. Many years later, Jesus was in Jerusalem again for another Passover. This will be his last Passover. Jesus was arrested and he was questioned by the high priest. Jesus told the high priest that he taught openly, he taught in the temple, he taught in the synagogues. Why are you questioning me? You should question those who heard me teach. And one of the officials slapped Jesus. Is this any way to speak to the high priest? The high priest was Annas. The same Annas who was high priest when Jesus was in the temple talking to the teachers of the law at the age of 12. Annas then sent Jesus away to be questioned by Caiaphas, then to Pontius Pilate, 
then to the cross. At the age of twelve, while Lannis was high priest, they were amazed by Jesus. At the age of thirty-two or thirty-three, while Annas was still high priest, they sent him to be crucified. Jesus comes to the temple to fulfill prophecy. He comes to the temple as a baby to be redeemed. He comes to the temple as a 12-year-old to talk with the teachers. He comes to the temple as a man to cleanse it driving out the money changers. And he comes to the temple to do miracles, healing the blind and the lame. And in the end, in AD 70, he came in judgment and wiped the temple off the face of the earth. Jesus in the temple, doing the work of his Father.